You're listening to the TLC Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Tyler, Landon, and Caleb. Another week of the playoffs is upon us. Divisional round 2021 season in 2022. The Chiefs and the Bills from Arrowhead Stadium, a rematch of last year's AFC title game. It's the first playoff rematch of the Mahomes era, if you believe it or not. Um, not the first playoff rematch of the, of the Reed era. There's been a couple of those already, but Mahomes gets his first rematch in the playoffs coming up on Sunday night. Another Sunday night football for the Chiefs. We are here to preview it for you. I am Landon Fields. You can find me on Twitter at Fields underscore Lando. I'm Caleb Derlin. You can find me on Twitter at CDerlin53. I'm Tyler Savatinata. You can find me at underscore Suavage underscore. Find this show on Twitter at TLCFP. Like I said, boys, it's going to be Chiefs and Bills from Arrowhead Sunday night. I believe the kick time is, is 6.30, I think is what it was. 5.30. 5.30. Yeah, um, nice, you know, 6.30. I was, I'm trying to think of what they say when it's like uh, 5.30, 6.30 Central or whatever. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, what, do you guys, what do you guys think about this one? Obviously, the Chiefs lost to the Bills earlier in the year. They lost badly uh, in a 38-20 game. Uh, not a good game for the Chiefs. One of the worst performances of the season for the Chiefs. Um, maybe the worst barring the Tennessee game. Uh, last year's AFC title game went a lot differently than that uh, in a game that was a, a largely a, a Chiefs-controlled, Chiefs-dominated victory, especially in the second half. What do you guys, what's your initial feelings going into a big game, the Chiefs trying to go to their fourth consecutive AFC title game? Yeah, first off, I'm not terribly worried about um, how week five went uh, the, it was a whole different team we didn't have a Melvin Ingram yet uh, defense hadn't been turned around the way it has um, I think Travis Kelsey didn't play in that game uh, I can't remember if if Tyreek was, was Tyreek a big part of that game I can't remember um, I don't remember if he was or not I, I, I don't remember uh, I'm gonna look it up here in a minute um, but I, I these are two completely different teams now that we're playing um the, the Bills went through a, a whole, like, lull in the season after this, and uh, they're back. They're looking good. Um, it, it's going to be – I think it's the game of the week. I really do. I think this is the best game uh, in the divisional playoffs. This should probably be the AFC championship game. Uh, Mahomes versus Allen. This is prime football. Uh, I'm excited, man. And I I, I – I, all of me – does not see how the Bills are going to just run away with this. This is either going to be the Chiefs are going to be dominant or, or or the Chiefs are going to get caught in a real, real close game that probably will be decided by a field goal. Also, in the last game, uh, just to fact check here, Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey combined for 13 catches, 120 yards, and a touchdown uh, so going to Travis wrong. Kelsey. So they both played, and they both uh, were at least – somewhat effective not not as effective as we've seen them but they they were not silent in that game by any means mccall was our leading receiver that game he was so nine ca- both receptions and yards how it went we did have four ridiculous turnovers um but like you said i mean it's a totally different game if we look back at at the snap count and who played during that week five loss disaster disaster class 
Daniel Sorensen played 100% of the snaps, which he's doing now, yep. but Juan Thornhill only played 44% of the snaps, which he's not doing now. He's playing up in the 90s. Dan Sorensen is playing up in the 90s. We're getting back to our normal nickel. We didn't have Melvin Ingram. Chavarius Ward was out. Willie Gay was only playing 44% of the snaps at that time due to the injury and coming back, and that was the worst game of Legereus Sneed's career. Um, there's also something else to be said for that week five matchup or actually afterwards obviously the chiefs were able to get out of their slump not long after that week five disaster class whereas you go and you look at the bills and they really slipped off the charts after they after the the chiefs game um you know they got they they lost to the titans they then bear you know squeaked by the dolphins lost to the jags get by on the jets get murdered by the bills you just go through and through they've only played a total of one two uh three they've got a week schedule a really weak schedule four five they played five playoff teams and they only beat two of them one obviously being the chiefs the other one being the patriots whom they beat in the playoffs so you want to take a look at their schedule they're not much different from the Dallas Cowboys with a lesser offense. I think they have the better, better quarterback. They've got a lesser running back and they only have one receiver. If you, if you, I mean, if you want to look at it that way, Dawson Knox is, I would say probably better than Dalton Schultz, but if you want to look at it matchup for matchup, their schedules aren't that much different. And the, and the way that they've played hasn't been that much different. Bills are a lesser, lesser Cowboys going to the playoffs. They can just get past the first round, I think. I also think in that last game against the Bills for Kansas City, I think you look at three moments, if if nothing else in the game up to those moments, like if everything else up to those moments is the same, but those moments change, I think they still win the game. And those are the pick six to open the second half that Mahomes, it wasn't Mahomes' fault to hit his receiver squarely in the hands and just fell into the arms of a waiting DB, but was run back for the touchdown. I think if that changes, I think the Chiefs have a very good chance to win the game. I think the uh, the interception at the five yard line or whatever, wherever it was inside the goal or with goal to go um, that that Mahomes threw to I believe that was Gregory Rousseau. Uh, if that changes, I yeah. think the Chiefs have a very good chance to win the game. And the roughing the passer call uh, on Frank Clark tackling Josh Allen that ended in an interception called back due to the penalty. I think if that changes, I think the Chiefs have a, also a very good chance to win the game if everything else is the same. And and they played what was arguably one of their worst games of the year in that game. Uh, and I think they still had their moments where if, if things had broken a different way, they still could have come back and win that game. Very similar feel to the Chargers game, I think, that they lost early in the season, where even if you just take away one of the turnovers, I think Chiefs can get away with the th- other three, arguably, and still have gone on to win. Um, obviously, those turnovers were still egregious at the time, uh, something they've cleaned up massively, massively in the backstretch of the season. And that's the thing. The Chiefs aren't doing that now. Uh, the Chiefs aren't turning the ball over nearly like that and and almost at all uh, in the last handful of weeks, which also is a not, big thing as well. Let's also not forget that Steve Spagnuolo trusted um, Dan Sorensen in a deep half uh, and got burnt. Yeah, that's the thing. Dan Sorensen – Dan Sorensen had an incredibly bad game. Dan Sorensen played Shocking. 100% of the snaps – and was played in, in what he's not good at and had arguably still, even though in a history of bad games, he had arguably the worst game of his career yeah. Shocker. against Buffalo. He's even Dan Sorensen, who we do not like and does not play well, is probably not going to play that poorly again. I wouldn't put it past him. 
I mean, if there's a guy that I would bet on maybe playing that poorly again, it would be Dan Sorensen. <laughs> but I, I, he, it would be unlikely in my opinion. I don't opinion know if there's. Does, does play that poorly. Again. I don't know if there's another defensive player on the roster that could that's capable of playing that poorly. Ben Neiman. But at least he wouldn't be put in a deep half. True. Yeah. Like yep. like Ben Neiman can screw up, but it the the margin for error for him is much wider. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I disagree. Although he'll let you pop off a 90-yard run. He will. Yeah. Yeah, he'll certainly not, not oppose way. you for the first 20 yards. <laughs> but at least there's safeties behind him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dan Sorensen messes up. Tackle. I just hope it's not Dan Sorensen that's behind him. Tackle. Right. <laughs> was was the Dawson Knox reception down the field the worst coverage that a, that a Chiefs uh, corner has ever had? Which I that's a high bar because there's been some, some real bad stuff that the Chiefs corners have done. But I, I thought it was a cover zero when it happened. I was like, oh, wait, we've seen this before. Or this is <laughs> to be seen later on in the season it was just it was just really really bad just really bad and i I agree i don't think dan's gonna play that poorly again honestly this is gonna be a completely different game when Mm -hmm. when we look at it again we're we're returning multiple different players frank clark is a totally different player when it comes to the playoffs he leads in league history he's top five from sacks in the playoffs chris jones is playing at position now Chris Jones is back in his position. We've got Melvin Ingram out on the outside. I, you you name it. This this team is not the same team that will have been on the field mentally or physically. Um, yeah. Patrick Mahomes is, is an entire different animal when you get him in the playoffs as well. And um, he, he's played like one in the later half of the season. So uh, they're going to that... be put on their horses. I think their DB group is very, very strong, but that's probably the only portion in which they're going to win it. Their, their defensive line isn't going to be able to push around their offensive line like they had. This team now had that, that front line all now has chemistry. They're now working perfectly in sync, even with Andrew Wiley over on the right side starting. Um, this is, just, and then let's just, you know, Jet McKinnon man, like he's going to bring a whole different dynamic to this too. And mm-hmm. uh, Clyde has been back at practice. So we'll at least have some guys back there that are capable of a couple different things and give a few different looks. Was that pick six to Micah Hyde that um, Mahomes has only picked six of his career? Hmm. Or does he have another That's a good one? question. It might so, be. No. Did he throw he one against a... the Rams when, when, when he had five picks? Or yes. Five yes, he did. That's he what did. I there was two defensive touchdowns for the Rams. I believe one was a scoop and score, and I believe one was a pick six. Both gotcha. off that. Yes. Yeah. And, but I, that might be the only other game. Correct. You, you're right. I think he's only given up three total scores. I think two you're right. in a game where he played phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, otherwise he was ridiculous. Um, yeah. This is a question I ask every so often, uh, especially in the playoffs, but what does a Bills win look like here? What, what, if the Bills do come out on top against the Chiefs yet again this year, what, what does that game look like? We, I think we all agree it doesn't look like what it did early, but, but what would it have to be now? Man, I, I, think it, I think it just they come out hot and the defense uh, is not prepared for the firepower that they have, and they go down and score a couple touchdowns and the – the the offense stalls out a couple times and before we even know it, we're down 14-0 and um we claw back make it a close game and they they win on a final drive and Mahomes doesn't get the ball yeah I think that's probably the most typical way that everybody would think that that they would win and I it, it's hard to go against that but I think there's 
I, I think this Bills team is built to make games close or turn them into defensive games, the way that their defense is set up, especially uh, def- uh, in, in the defensive backside, um, taking away the longer over routes. Um, if they do have an amazing defensive line, j- stuffing the holes, I think, I think the way that that the Bills would win this game is it, they're going to have to make it a defensive game and and see who can come out on top. Obviously, the Chiefs defense has been fantastic in the later part of the season, uh, but we've seen uh, us make some mental mistakes and it'll be all telling, obviously, today with the news of of uh, Willie Gay being arrested. Uh, it was yeah, I expect him. Most people expect him to be able to play. It was a. Uh, uh, misdemeanor uh, under one thousand uh, dollar property damage. So uh, expect him to play with no issues, but they're going to have to turn it into a defensive battle. Get Patrick Mahomes off the field, even if they're not scoring a ton of touchdowns. Keeping Pat off the field and and limiting um, the way the offense can move. I think that's their best way to win. Yep. I I said it in the last show um, that the Chiefs cannot start the way they did against no. the Steelers. Now, I don't know if that directly leads to a Chiefs loss. I, I would not go as far to say that. But I do think the Chiefs will will absolutely find themselves in a hole if the offense starts as slow as it did against the Steelers. You are not going to give up zero points against the Bills um, by, by starting that way. That doesn't mean the Bills are going to score on every drive like they did against New England in that case either because uh, I think the, the Bills are much more fallible than they appeared in New England. But I do think that is going to be a way that you will definitely see the chiefs have to come from behind is if they start that way. I think overall, if the chiefs are going to lose this game, I think it's going to be the way you see the chiefs lose a lot of the games they lose. And that is in a shootout. That is in a game where the defense just does not show up because this chief's offense this year, especially has shown an ability to have a lot of cracks. Sometimes they start slow. Sometimes it happens in the middle. Sometimes they kind of stall out late. But, but there's been flaws in this offense this year, despite the fact that it's also still been a very good offense. But if they get into a shootout, I, I, I think they're going to have some problems. I don't know if the Bills are actually fully capable of that, but I think that's how the Chiefs lost a lot of their games. I think that's how they lose uh, potentially again. Let's look at the injury report here uh, for this game. What's out uh, as we speak anyway. Uh, Rashad Fenton uh, out, did not practice either day. Uh, back injury for him. Daryl Williams did not practice again with a toe injury. Uh, as of Thursday, as of this recording, so still one more day. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, uh, as Tyler said, full participant. Uh, both days of practice so far, uh, as was Tyreek Hill, as was Jerry Sneed. Uh, a personal day for Willie Gay, obviously, uh, as as noted as well. Very odd situation there. Um, I, I'm, I'm, maybe Willie Gay will have, in, in a few years, when we can all look back on this in a different light, he'll have a funny vacuum commercial with Dyson or something. Um, <laughs> I doubt it, but <laughs> I doubt it, but we can hope Anthony Hitchens, fun. uh, limited participant with a back, uh, and then backup O-lineman Prince Tega Wanago, uh, limited participant as well for the bills. Just one player on the entirety injury report for Buffalo. Uh, it is Mario Addison defensive end, and he was limited both days. So the bills coming into this one, pretty healthy. The chiefs for all intents and purposes coming into this one, pretty healthy as well. Yep. 
we did also you guys did catch the uh the new acquisition for the team today correct yes very David interesting Arnett. addition uh let's, David let's talk Arnett, about that. the social media shooter uh not really Such a weird thing to do. what a, what <laughs> a messed up thing to do and plays for the Raiders. He's probably their best DB, easily their best DB. It's on social media earlier on this season, shortly after uh, the whole John Gruden situation, threatens to kill somebody and holds a gun in a video that he was live on or posted. I don't know. Not I think very it was smart. An, I think it was an IG Live. I think it was an IG Live. Um, gets cut, rightfully so. Um, I think somebody else had brought him in and then released him, uh, spent the last couple of weeks free agency and now he is held to a future a futures right or rights um i'm assuming that's that sort of concept uh, contract is based upon the status of the nfl allowing him to play yeah uh in weird situation uh very odd um bad even uh for david arnett i don't think that's wild <laughs> i think that was pretty bad uh, very interesting that the Chiefs would go for that. I mean, obviously the Chiefs have been uh, pretty big on giving players second chances. Uh, I'm big on giving giving people second chances. I got no problem with that. Still weird to me that that's the signing this late in the season, especially because mm-hmm. uh, I mean we're, Again, you're it, not expecting anything futures, from him. It's a future right deal. Okay. So okay. It's not, Which makes not sense. That, the that makes sense. Squad. He's not joining the team. This is a future rights deal. So the deal will then go into place in the off season. Okay, as no, that makes more sense then. Then they would uh, bring him in. So technically he is right now, quote unquote, um, employed by uh, Kansas City. I, I don't know if the contract situation is based on payment through the rest of the season or if it holds out until his contract actually becomes full in part, um, sure. but it is a future rights deal. That makes more sense for sure. Um, still interesting, we'll see what happens. Um, High upside guy. It is still a very Vici kind of thing to do. It's, yep. it's, uh, it's, it's Vici slash Andy Reid. That's yeah. Um, right. Very much. Uh, it is kind of weird that this one's feeling seemingly a little less low risk. Like it's low risk as far as money that you're gonna have to pay, but it seems a little more high risk as far as the type of guy you might be bringing in. But nonetheless, it's still a really high reward that if he you know doesn't threaten to kill people on Instagram, which doesn't seem like a hard thing to do. Um, and he could play really, really well. He can be a really good corner. So I'm, you know, as far as that side of it, I'm I'm into it. Very interested to see what will happen moving into the 2022 season next year. Um, anything else big about this game before we pick it, guys? Anything else that stands out you want to chat about? No, how do we neither. how do we feel about the uh, fan interaction that's currently going oh. on between yeah, uh, Chiefs Kingdom I and I guess Bill's Nation, whatever they called themselves. Bill's Mafia. Um, Bill's Mafia, right? Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> They're acting like the Mafia on social media right now. <laughs> that is true. We've got a couple things. There was the uh, the fan who wanted to punch uh, Sterling Mahomes in the face. Um, for anybody who doesn't know, that's Patrick Mahomes and Brittany. That's, that's, that's their baby. That's uh, mm-hmm. a little odd. She then uh, went private and blocked everyone. So kudos to her it's really your only uh, move after that and, yeah. <laughs> there is also apparently a uh, a gentleman who has been sneaking sweet potatoes into the last three or four games for the that Bills. guy's just a baller okay that guy <laughs> i have no problem with. i don't know why you would need to sneak in a sweet potato i'm pretty sure you could probably just put it in your pocket it's cold <laughs> enough you're wearing a jacket I, I, you're hiding it in your underwear i don't really know um, I hope so. so now they're calling on Twitter <laughs> for every Bills uh, fan who's going uh, to sneak in a sweet potato. And then something about dildos. I don't really know what happened there. Well, they threw it on the field. 
Um, well, that's weird. I, I did. I, oh, did that's that right. One? When they played the when they played the Patriots, they did throw a, a dildo down, and then I believe it was Kevin Bourne or, or somebody pointed over toward towards it, hmm. um, which is weird. Um, so yes, they're sneaking in dildos and sweet potatoes into Arrowhead. So if you're listening to this, you're going to the game. Watch out for flying projectiles. Yeah. Um, my thoughts on the lady that wants to punch a baby. Just wow. No thoughts really. Um, just sweet wow, potatoes. Yeah, sweet potatoes. <laughs> wow. I love that. Kind of hope they do it. But also, <laughs> if they do it, I just hope they don't end up on the field because that just feels like the the natural second thing to do after you have a sweet potato and a. Football Please dispose I want the of them to win the game. <laughs> Please dispose <laughs> of them. Don't throw them on the field. Don't leave them in the stands. Either take them home and eat them, which is disgusting. You're an awful human being <laughs> no, for no, eating sweet true. potatoes, or put them in the trash can where they belong. They, they do I want the Chiefs to score a touchdown and then for just sweet potatoes to rain down from on high onto the how field. How much that would hurt? <laughs> oh, it would hurt a lot. I think these guys wearing pads, though. Uh, not everywhere. Just duck. <laughs> what if one gets in between the face mask and the helmet? I, I, I will say <laughs> it's Mahomes better out than sweet potato. It's better than having a glass bottle or a full Gatorade bottle being thrown at you with no That's pads. True. We're looking See at you, the USMNT <laughs> in Denver. <laughs> winning their title game yeah yeah Dang, uh, yeah football. soccer's wild sometimes football less so uh when it comes to that but but it's still until you throw wild. dildos on the field and then it's yeah, yeah but then yeah we just we just we throw plastic penises on the field sometimes and that's just a thing that <laughs> happens and i don't know one understands <laughs> that's not even the first time that's happened i'm pretty sure that happened oh, at no. a patriots game uh i specifically remember because gronk pointed out and left as gronk is wont to do are we sure <laughs> that it's the bills fans throwing dildos on the field is it not just Patriots fans? Maybe just Patriots fans. I mean, they're the ones that would need it. I, I did hear it uh, called a bildo earlier today. Ew. <laughs> yeah. Because it's that's pretty good. You should retire. I, like that. I mean, I don't like that, but I mean, it's funny. <laughs> well, let's transition from that to picking this game, I guess. <laughs> Do you think um, those are going to bring any luck? Over under half a dildo on the field. Uh, uh, under. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over because because why not? Over under there half will... a sweet potato on the field. Over, over as well. Over on uh, Um. On oh, the other one was a really bad thing about punching a kid. Uh, that's if that's not under. <laughs> um. That says a lot about our society. I don't know how that would ever even be allowed to happen. I'm sure that baby she, has. She just needs to delete her Twitter and stay off social media for a couple forever. of years. That's yeah. That, at yeah. least a couple of years, but come back as a different forever. a different person on social media. Name and move countries. <laughs> she'll never she'll never come to Kansas City. Shouldn't sure. she? Shouldn't leave her home. No. All right, let's uh, let's time time to pick the game, boys. Uh, Chiefs Tyler, are what are you thinking? A, let's see. Chiefs are a two point favorite, and the over under on the game is set at fifty three and a half from a sports book that shall not be named. Um, I will take Kansas City to win this game going to be totally different as we already talked about for many different reasons i'm taking the chiefs we will win this game 47 to 34 that would be a fun game i would be that does have the shootout with the chiefs coming on top um i'm also taking the chiefs i i think they're going to win this one um, and I think they're going to put the league on notice a little bit because I, there seems to be a small belief out there that the bills are going to win this game um, but I'm going to take the Chiefs uh, to put the league on notice and win this game 45 to 30. 
Wow, a lot of points going up. I don't think it's going to be quite this high scoring, uh, but I am going to take the Chiefs to win as well. I'm going to say 32 to 24. I think it stays a little closer, uh, but I think it's also a game where the Chiefs might be up like 32 to 17 uh, late in the game, and, and maybe the Bills score a touchdown to try to cut a little bit closer, but the Chiefs ultimately come out on top. And I do think that they are going to their fourth consecutive AFC title game. They're going to look to make it three consecutive AFC championships. Um, well, there we go. We all are on the Chiefs to go back to the AFC title game. Time to pick three more games. Getting down to that time of the year, guys. Not that many games left, but uh, we got some big ones uh, for sure to decide the rest of Championship Sunday. Yeah, starting off on Saturday at 3.30 p.m., we've got the Cincinnati Bengals heading into Nashville, taking on the Titans. Tennessee is a three-and-a-half-point favorite here. If you're a betting man, bet the Bengals, I think, in this game. I think it's going to be close, and I think the Bengals are going to win this outright. Give me Cincinnati to go on the road against Tennessee and get the win. I just don't have a lot of faith in Ryan Tannehill to beat another genuinely really good quarterback, which I think Joe Burrow is a genuinely really good quarterback. And it will set the rematch I think a lot of us want, and that is the Bengals and the Chiefs after what happened in Cincinnati a few weeks ago. So give me the Bengals. Uh, Let's do score predictions since there's only three more games. Uh, I'm going to take the Bengals to win this one 34-20. I think they get um, a a two-score win there in, in Nashville. I also... The Bengals winning by 10. Uh, I think that the Bengals are just a much better team right now. Um, There's an expectation of Derrick Henry playing, but uh, bad injury. I don't think he'll be at 100%. He's not going to be at what his midseason form looked like. I've got the Bengals taking this one 34-24. I've got the Bengals as well. Their defense is too strong and offensively. There's just too much firepower for this Tennessee, this battered Tennessee defense to hold up on. I'm going to take the Bengals at 27 to 17. Next up on Saturday, we've got the San Francisco 49ers heading into the number one seeded Green Bay Packers Lambeau Field. Green Bay is a five and a half point favorite. See, talk about a game that I think people have, there's an underlying belief that the Niners are going to win this game, at least by some people. Um, I, I think this game is close for a half. And then I think the Packers obliterate San Francisco in the second half. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be too much. I think the Niners just, they aren't good enough. Jimmy Garoppolo is not good enough to, uh, to, to win road games against better quarterbacks and better teams for very long. I think it ends there in, in Green Bay. Give me the Packers to win 38-16 to 16, uh, in a game that they run away with late. Uh, for this one, I think this is going to end up being a close game. Uh, 49ers defense has looked really good. Uh, Bosa is Nick Bosa is just looking phenomenal uh, right now. He's playing great football at the right time. Um, Elijah Mitchell looks amazing. Uh, he's pretty well rested up because he was not the starter all year. It's nice to have a rested up running back during the offseason. Um, and I think the Packers are going to lose this one. I, I'm taking an upset in the divisional round. The 49ers are going to beat the Packers 23-20. to 20. I also believe this is going to be a close game uh, for the simple fact that the 49ers have a great defense, like Caleb said, and uh, the offense for the 49ers is just – just it, it's not going to be able to compete as, 
as well as the Packers uh, typically can. I do think that they've got this spread a little bit too wide here. This is actually one of the higher spread games for Green Bay this season um, as their average is about three. They've kept it there. Most sports books have um, just for the simple fact that they don't believe in the Packers uh, nearly as much as I don't either. Uh, I do have the Packers winning this close game. I'm going to have it at 17 to 14. We'll move on to our Sunday slate of games. This is the last one uh, as the Chiefs have the night game. We've got the LA Rams headed into Tampa, taking on the Bucks. Tampa is a three-point favorite here. Yeah, and as much as I would like to take the Rams, and maybe if this game was in LA, I would take the Rams. I got to take Tampa, Tampa Brady. Um, and, and the Gronkineers here to win this one. It's gross. I threw up in my mouth a little bit saying it. Um, as you can tell, as I stumbled over my words. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna yep. take, uh, I'm gonna take the Bucks uh, in a game. I'm gonna say this one is close, but I do have the Buccaneers 31-24 uh, in in Raymond James, and they will go back to the NFC title game as well. Uh, Tom Brady at home in the playoffs just is too hard to bet against. Yep. Um, I'm definitely gonna be cheering for Matthew Stafford. <clears throat> I think it should be his time. I want him in the Super Bowl. Uh, it would be very some success late in his career. Um, finally, with a different team uh, that's not the poverty lines, but he is playing Tom Brady at home, and I'm gonna have to take the Tampa Bay Gronkineers in this one. Um, score twenty-eight to twenty. This right here is Matt Stafford's time. Man hasn't so. been past the divisional round. This is the this is what he left the Lions for and went to a great franchise with stability and infrastructure like the Rams for. Um, there, there, there's no better time for Sean McVay. There's no better time for Aaron Donald. There's no better time for Cooper Cup or for Matt Stafford. This is what they came here for. This is what they're going to continue to do and hopefully they expect to make it back to a second Super Bowl and maybe try to win one with Matthew Stafford. They're going to go into Tampa and they're going to pull out a win. Tom Brady's out two receivers. He's out a running back. Defense, a little lackluster over the last couple weeks. Um, minus, obviously, the game against Philly because Philly is awful. That doesn't count. So I've got the Rams heading into Tampa Bay, coming out with a big, big win, but it is going to be a nail-biter. I got LA Rams winning this one 28 to 24. That'll do it for game I, picks. I, I hope that for old times' sake, that Aaron Donald scores two defensive touchdowns. Hey, this is the <laughs> only game in which he will be worth 14 <laughs> points, and I'll give it to him. Watch, it, watch him do which it. He gets wrong. an interception in the end zone that'll be worth seven, and then he'll get a strip sack that, that goes for a touchdown. <laughs> it's worth the other seven, and we all go, wow. Aaron Donald was actually worth 14 points. <laughs> um, so we are last all week on Chiefs Bengals, right? I'll well. oh, so, say that again. Uh, this is the last week I can make fun of Caleb for it as well. Yep. That's true. Yeah, because it'll be yeah, it'll be one year, one yeah. year later. One year. It's all right. I'll still bring it up because it's quite funny. <laughs> it is. It is pretty funny. Uh, we're all on Chiefs Bengals, right? Uh, in the yep. AFC, and then Chiefs Bengals. I am on Packers Buccaneers in the NFC title game for that rematch as well. Caleb has Niners Buccaneers in the NFC title game, and Tyler has Packers and Rams 
um, in the NFC title game. So three different NFC title games. I like this. Yeah, that's no, that'll neat. be. Yeah, that's that's fun. We did not agree on either of those games. Um, so it'll be fun. And I think the NFC title game is going to be really interesting no matter what. I really hope it's not Niners Buccaneers because then the Buccaneers are going back to the freaking Super Bowl and I do not want to see that ever again. But uh, that I think that would happen if that were the case. Uh, otherwise, let's let, let's see it though. Um, do, do I think that would be a fun game to watch, actually. I think that would be a really fun game to watch, Niners, Niners Bucks. I don't I mean, think it, it would be fun at all. It would be I until would the be. kickoff happened and then the Buccaneers win. <laughs> I don't know, Nick Bosa. You you seen Tom under pressure? If he runs that game, uh, the, the Buccaneers could. I mean, we we saw Tom Brady put up a zero with with pressure earlier this season. That is true. That's true. But there's also very few quarterbacks better under pressure than Aaron Rodgers. Um, so no, well, yeah, but not if he's in the room. It's true. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, once again, I'm Landon Fields. You can find me on Twitter at Fields underscore Lando. I'm Caleb Berlin. You can find me on Twitter at cderlin53. I'm Tyler Savatina. You can find me at underscore suavage underscore. Find the show on Twitter at TLCFP. A little bit of a shorter show. That's what happens when there's only, you know, three games to pick. Um, so we will see you win or lose next week. We all are on the win. So we hope to be back next week previewing an AFC title game, uh, whether that's in Arrowhead or in uh, Nissan Stadium over there in Nashville. Either way, we'll be here next week. And as always, go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Chiefs.